Hey, what's up, podcast? Worship leaders, friends, pastors, thank you so much for downloading this episode of Straight Talk and to your devices. And we do ask you, would you please subscribe to the Worship Team Training podcast so that you can keep up with all the latest episodes that we release. About two weeks ago, I spent some time with a few worship teams, leaders and pastors over in Ulysses, Kansas, talking about worship, leadership, and also we discussed problems. Not what problems, but which problems. What are some of the things that you go through within your ministry, and how do you go about fixing it, but fixing it in the right way that's biblical and that lifts up people? We're going to hear from a young pastor. His name is Nathan, and he is pastor over a 60-member church, a brand new church start out of an old congregation. So he's off with a new set of wings and he is taking things head on and just an incredible guy. And I'd love for you to hear about his story as we met in this coffee shop that's right across the street from the church. And so I hope you enjoy it. So crazy turmoil, like like what your name is? My name is Nathan. Nathan. And, uh, and you're where, what church Nathan? Pastor of New Beginnings. New Beginnings where? Ulysses, Kansas. All right. And uh, yeah, we have over a decade of turmoil on our praise team. What? Why? I don't know. I, I haven't figured it out. But uh, even to the point, at one point, you know, ten years ago, they had two separate praise teams: one for hymns and one for contemporary. So it's part of that's part of the struggle, yeah. which is still very real. Did you guys come out of a divided church, a church split? It, or? it has. We got over ten splits over the last forty years. Wow. Um, I've been here for five, which is I'm the longest tenured pastor in the last like 20 years. So and how long have you been there? Five. Five. Wow. Five in March. Okay. So how? Wow. I mean, how how are you? I mean, praise God, number one, for what you're doing, and and how you're you're functioning there. God's really for five years. I mean, God's really using you in that kind of history. Yeah. And we just we recently this last. Two weeks ago, we finished up a merger with the Church of God, so we got we are a dual affiliated denomination. Wow! And uh, it's a really exciting time. So that's awesome. But we could definitely use some help in that praise team area because well, yeah, still yeah. Struggle. I mean, even though we've done a lot of things to try to work through it, it still becomes uh, a place of contention. So it's just like, like, <laughs> put it this way: it's just attitudes, behavior, drama. You think? Yeah, some of that. I mean, there's definitely some of that. The tension is big. You know, we do contemporary or hymns or how to mix, and then just inexperience, a young team, things like that all play into the right. dynamics. Stronger-willed people, um, uh, dynamics of, we, we just don't have professional musicians, so the struggles of trying to put everything together, the piano and the guitar, making it all fit. Are these all are these all younger team younger guys in your team? Um, or you have some old mainstays? Four younger, and then we have one guitar player who's an older guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The older guys he knew, or is he a part of the old church? He's new. He's new. But so the younger guys are from the old church as well, or they're they're new also. They uh, a little bit of both. Um, the two of them have been in our church for a long time, six years or so, and then. Two of them are kind of new to the church. One is my daughter and husband. It's my daughter and husband. They wow. just moved here. They just okay. got married in the summer. Moved. Wow. She was in Kenya for a year and a half and then moved back. And 
Wow, awesome. And they're also our youth leaders. So, so like, have you sat down with these younger guys? I mean, because they have, like, such a huge opportunity to learn from you, to learn about your vision. Have you sat them down to cast your vision? Yes. Yeah, so, so. I think, that, you know, maybe the more that you build into them and spend that time with them, they have this rare opportunity, number one, to, to serve under you. But as, they're, as they learn the way you bring things and the way that you want to reach people for Jesus, they need to see that. Because that's really more important about the music making. It's not about the music, but if you can get to their heart and, and, and just expound that vision, but grow that flame and let them know that, you know, what you're doing is way more important being who you are in your heart versus the music that you make. And if you can get them to that stage, they can see that, that will turn your worship around. It's that easy. I mean, I know it's, it's difficult with the behaviors and the attitudes and the dramas and we don't like it, but if you can kind of help break through that barrier by not even, not even mentioning it, just go right into purpose, right into your, just speak your heart, tell your story like you're doing to me right now. I mean, because you know, your story right there is the most encouraging thing. And that's, that's a huge asset that God's given you to have. And as you pour that into other people, they're going to catch that vision, but it's all about your story versus just do this and do that. Or don't behave this way. Don't act that way. That stuff will come later. You can sit down with them later and say, hey, you know what? That's probably not the best decision. Hey, come on, let's go to the team. But you know what? If you're, if you're speaking to their heart and you're speaking to them about the things that keep you up at night and the fire that you have every day while you wake up every morning, if you can just share that with them and they can see what it is all about, they can catch that fire also. I believe that, man. I do. I mean, that's good. That's a good word for sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally, dude. I mean, you got, you got this, bro. Yeah. I, know, I know you do, man. Oh, I, I believe if you don't, uh, God does, if you don't God does somebody, yeah. yeah, and then somebody will. But you keep reproducing yourself in that vein, more people will follow that. Because that's what that's just going to change the hearts of the worshipers. That's that's what needs is the heart surgery first. They need it, not the music surgery. That will come later. It's the heart surgery. I've definitely been preaching to the congregation. Yeah. About losing their preference. And see, they got to listen. See, your own team has to listen. They got to be the number one in the front seat to listen to that stuff. And then if, if they're in your church and you can stand up to the church members, your, your own team needs to be front and center with that message. Front and center. Awesome. I love connecting with you today, Nate. Thanks, brother. Yeah, 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 man. Love it. Hey, worship leaders and friends. That was just a quick uh, straight talk episode that you heard Nathan, a uh, young pastor here in Ulysses, Kansas, and just talking about his team. You know, uh, the things that Nathan is talking about is very much your church is very much the reality of all the things that we go through. So how, how can we as leaders help motivate our teams and people to think less about themselves and more about the mission, uh, less even about the music, but more about the heart? So I, I want to share these things with you. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. And please, please, please subscribe to the Worship Team Training Podcast where you're going to get more updates, more content, more value brought to you to help empower your worship team. See you next time. Love you. Bye.